0: Week 16 of the NFL season, and the only thing I can think about is how am I gonna watch as much football as possible, still go to church, and still fulfill all the family obligations. Go to church twice, church twice. So we'll talk about that difficult situation for all of us sports fans, which is great, right? It's everybody was so excited at the beginning of the year, like, oh, we have Christmas on Black Friday, and Oh, we have we have Christmas. We have football on Black Friday. <laughs> we have football on Christmas. We have football on New Year's Eve. Like, yes, all of that is exciting on the surface, and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, I have to. I, I have to. Unfortunately, I have to plan to see some family, and that makes life a little bit Not difficult. Unfortunately. So, unfortunately,
1: oh,
0: well, depends.
1: Fortunately,
0: uh, some games to go ahead. to. we will go through our picks. Um, I'm really excited about our guest this week because it's it's. Out of what we would yes, generally do. And, and we would say that about like comedians and actors, but some of that stuff has become kind of uh routine for us in a way. Like we love doing it, but but it's it's almost expected that we dive into the entertainment world a little bit on this mm-hmm. show. The professional bull riders are coming to Albany. This Certainly not the first me. time.
1: No, this would be a first for me, though.
0: Okay, I've covered it for News Channel 13 in the past. Okay. It's it's wild, but we will talk with the 2022 champion. A New York native from Western New York, Dalen Swearingen. This is going to be great. Looking forward to that. That's coming up in about it's, ten minutes or so. It's real
1: interesting. The questions. I mean, you're you're a very adventurous questioner to begin with. You yeah. don't ask like the run of the mill. Yeah. But this could go all kinds of all kinds of weird.
0: Maybe. Yeah, it
1: just it feels like that's kind of set up for it.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, are the Bills the biggest threat in the AFC? Who needs the game more, the Dolphins or the Cowboys this weekend? Um, and Tommy DeVito makes good on a pizzeria promise. Let's get going on Honorado and Miller.
1: This is Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpen House.
0: All right, Ash, let's go. Week 16 of the NFL season. We will have our picks coming up shortly, and we will do our performance industrial dirty, difficult, done, which uh, revolves around uh, the NFL as well. But to start, Bills have won back to back games. They've won three of four. And the one game they lost was by a field goal Mm -hmm. in overtime at Philadelphia. Overtime at the end of regulation. Uh, Overtime. So are the Bills now the most feared team in the AFC? Ravens are the one seed. And remember, Buffalo isn't even in the playoffs currently, as as we see here on a Thursday night. And yet, And yet I still think it's a very appropriate question.
1: I think if you asked a lot of other teams who they don't want to see get into the playoffs, the answer is going to be the Buffalo Bills because of how they're playing right now, because it looks, because of the way they're doing it. Mm. And I'll get into that a little bit with my triple D Um, this is a different team. They have a different approach, a different philosophy since Ken Dorsey left and I crushed that decision and it now looks like the right decision. And it looks like that's maybe what it took to embrace a change in philosophy a little bit. Um so yeah, they're dangerous. They're they're more of a dual threat team than they were.
0: If the Bills get into the playoffs, would you make them your AFC favorite? Do you like them more mm-hmm. than the Ravens? And and yeah. a- aside from yeah. winning on the road and where they have to play, yep. do you like them more than the Ravens? Do you like them more than the Chiefs? Do you like them more than the Dolphins, etc.?
1: I Yeah, I think so. Not wild. I think so.
0: Their road is not difficult. Uh we'll talk about it a little bit later on here with the uh the matchup that is looming for the last week of the regular season against the Dolphins, but Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins for Buffalo at eight and six. Certainly Win-win eleven and, and six is game. in their sights. Yep. And, and if they do go eleven and six, they will likely, I'll say likely, win the division because Miami's road is, is awfully difficult. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I, I think my uh, buffalo right now is a team that can go on the road and win mm-hmm. so send them to kansas city we've seen them win b- there before send them to baltimore they can win there um yeah th- this is a team that all of a sudden has a lot of momentum i've had buddies of mine texting me like hey i'm placing a futures bet on buffalo to win the division,
1: well, because about five weeks ago, I think you were you buried them.
0: Oh, I did, and and I was feeling so good about my my mm-hmm. pick of the Dolphins to win the AFC mm-hmm. East. I thought they're going to make me look like a genius, and now yeah. they're going to make me look like an idiot. Yeah, it's
1: still possible.
0: Week eighteen could be a lot of fun in yeah. Miami between yeah. Buffalo and uh, and the Dolphins. So we'll we'll see what ends up happening there. But Ash, you alluded to it a little bit. Let's just dive into it.
1: And now, dirty, difficult and done sponsored by performance industrial
0: shout out to bill miller and his squad at performance industrial there's never a job that's too dirty or too difficult for them to get it done
1: my triple d is and i kind of referenced it how the the bills have become something different than they were in the ken dorsey time you get a new offensive coordinator in joe brady and it just looks like all of a sudden the whole philosophy of this team has changed and james cook has become this revelation um the stats are are pretty unbelievable this is a guy who is going to rush for a thousand yards probably 13 12, 1300 yards he's got two rushing touchdowns which you know okay no big deal doesn't blow your mind but when you combine that with the receiving last
0: week too didn't they
1: when when you b- combine that with the receiving yards he's got 40 receptions He's got 433 yards receiving and four touchdowns. And in both of those categories, receiving and rushing, more than half, about half of those stats have come in the last five games. Yeah. So that just tells you how much more they are relying on him. Josh Allen threw the ball 15 yeah, times in a win against the Cowboys. over than 100 yards. And that was a mop-up never close win. I mean, they absolutely dominated the Cowboys and threw for 15, 15 times. The next most attempts this season was 26. So like he was 11 attempts under his next closest attempts. And, and then the rest are like 40 or 50, like they're, it's not even close. So it's amazing what James Cook has become. And just the idea of that Brady has had to go to James Cook more to make him a a weapon not only on the ground but out of the backfield as a receiver, he's been unbelievable, yeah. he's been unbelievable, and it has totally changed how people feel about the bills. We just talked about it, and I think how other teams are going to perceive the bills.
0: Yeah, um, I, I'm with you, it Cook has been a revelation. The idea of running the football, mm-hmm. uh, has been uh, a little novel for this team. <laughs> um, it's it's the potential is so great in Buffalo, and we knew it before the season started that hey, this is a team to get to the, get to the Super Bowl. But I also thought this is a team that has a window that's very small right mm-hmm. now, it's closing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the potential of Allen having only thrown the ball, would you say 15, 15 times, times? Uh, and then if you ask him to throw it 40, he can still go win a game for you. So that, yeah, I'm telling you, they're just dangerous right now. But
1: I've never, I can't remember the last time we saw something. And maybe it's because it's a New York team that I'm paying more attention to it. But we saw a change at the coordinator position that has flipped the mm. philosophy of mm. a team the way that it has. And that they've gone to a player that they hadn't really, you know, been relying yes. on before. Yep. It just seems like a total shift. And it's amazing, number one, that it works. But number two, that you do it like to to be able to convince the head coach and or management that hey this is what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna change what we're doing obviously it wasn't working prior there it
0: is um, right if, if something so, isn't working try something else
1: yeah but that's a big that's right. a big shift
0: we're out of the playoffs anyway let's try something else and see what happens yeah
1: it's a big shift
0: right mcdermott knows his job is on the line this season mm-hmm. and so it's it's been a it's been a big shift for them for sure. All right, let's do this while we still have a couple of bit of a couple of minutes before we get to uh, professional bull rider Dalen Swearengin. Aaron Rodgers activated by the Jets, but will not return this season. No surprise no. they've been eliminated from the playoffs. It makes you wonder if this was always a little bit oh, of yeah. the carrot we being dangled and and yeah. never really fully intending. To play, right? Yes, right. The, the pessimists course. in us thought, eh, this probably isn't legit. But it was fun to think about, and it was fun to watch him pregame warm up, and fun to think about him jogging on a treadmill and out at practice now, and those types of things. Like, listen,
1: he's activated. He's on the 53-man. Still
0: remarkable so what he's, he's been able to do in the, the rehab here. He's
1: still going to practice, yeah. um, and that's why they keep him on the roster versus you know bringing someone else up and saying, no, you're not on the roster. You're not going to play. So he's going to practice because he's on the roster. but it it's 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 pretty amazing. It, it was amazing to see. and I think had the Jets gotten into the playoffs, maybe we're having a different conversation, yes. even if it's not until week one of the playoffs. even if it's, you know, you guys figure it out, get in. And if you get in, we let Aaron play
0: all right quickly here Sam, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. No. no ugly. Christmas sweaters. I don't have
1: many sweaters that fit these days yeah. at all. Yeah. So I just wear what I can.
0: And obviously the, the decorations of the Honorado household are lacking this year. Rockman, yes, welcome we to the Honorado Miller and sure, Rocco show. Merry Christmas, buddy. Sam says Miami wins this week. Um, Bills won't win the division. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I still th- like, are we trusting my, Miami to get they've got to get one. Dallas or Baltimore. Yeah. I like the Cowboys this week, and that game is in mm. our picks coming up later on in the show. I like the Cowboys this week, but, but yeah, if the, Miami can do themselves uh, a lot of favors. Yep. We'll get to the transfer portal with uh, you, Albany football, some of the talent that uh, the great Danes potentially lose we'll talk about that later on in the show as well but let's take a quick commercial break right now 30 seconds when we come back 2022 professional bull riding champion dalen swearingen from Western New York. Back on Honorado and Miller with Dalen. Next. The temperatures are dropping, which means the holidays are right around the corner. Tis the Ski Zone at Elpenhouse Ski Shop, where you'll receive up to 50% off top ski
1: and snowboard brands like K2, Vocal, Nordica, and Tech, And check out our selection of footwear from Muck and Ugg, as well as casual and hiking apparel from Patagonia and the North Face. We also have the latest in winter fashion from Twylo, Marma, Obermeyer, and Hallie Hansen. And an House gift card is the perfect gift for the adventurer on your list. House in Amsterdam and Clifton Park. And now, back to Honorado & Miller. Sponsored by House.
0: A shout out to all of our local partners here supporting the show each and every single week. Um, Ash, I told you I've I've covered uh, PBR tours in the past that have come to MVP Arena just with the camera for News Channel 13, but this is something we've never done on this show, on this podcast in the three plus years of its existence, almost four years now, uh, and that is to talk to a professional bull rider. How do you even, I say this about like ski that's, jumping. That's what
1: I always say. How do you even do you know you,
0: you're good at something like this? How do you
1: decide I want to be a bull rider? Like
0: if you're at the bar and you're on the mechanical bull and you're really good, do you think maybe I yeah, could do that? I, I
1: doubt that's how it
0: happens. I'm, I, I know it isn't how gotta it happens.
1: Be, Got to be a family thing. Yeah, I, I, would, I would imagine.
0: I would think so too. We're going to ask him. All right, let's bring him in here. Dalen's. Weringer of the uh, professional Swearingen of the Professional Bull Riders Tour. Dalen, man, it's it's great to talk with you. It's Chris, it's Ashley. Thanks for doing the show, man. How are you?
2: Oh, good. Thanks for having me on
0: today. Congrats on the championship and all the success you've had at the very young age you are now. Um, I know this gets old to talk about, I'm (laughs) sure. Um, I've heard other national hosts ask you this question How do you achieve what you've been able to at such a high level coming from such a small town? People who live in New York, I think you'd say he's from Pifford, New York, and they'd say, where is that? And then I looked at the map and I thought, well, I drove from Ithaca to Buffalo a bunch of times with my buddies when I was in college. I probably drove right by and didn't even know.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's just kind of, you know, it doesn't really matter where you're from. If you want something, you just you work at it and you go get it. I like that.
1: You, we asked before we brought you in. How do you become a bull rider, or know that it's something you want to do that you're good at? Right. Is it like a family thing? Is it something that people did that you knew? How does this happen?
2: Yeah, for me, it was uh, just a family deal. Like my whole family's always been involved in rodeo and stuff, and um, so I just kind of picked up. Um, like I started riding sheep and calves and. You know, just kept working my way up. A lot of falling off, trial and error, you know.
0: <laughs> okay, how old were you when you first were on
2: a, a sheep, I guess? I don't know, your, or your first experience? I think I, we me and my brother, we probably started riding sheep when like I was like f- four and five. You know, and we just kept working our way up. Um, and um, that's where it, where it all started. When I was a young, young toddler, um, I don't
0: remember this. I was you know, younger than two years old. My parents tell me that I, sometimes I would ride the golden retriever around the house. Is there an animal that enjoys having a human other than maybe a horse having a human ride their backs, or are they all trying to get you off?
2: I think um, the Bulls, they enjoy it. Like I have a Bull, and he's been to the PBR finals, and he's been there and done everything he can do. And, like, I can go sit on them and rub them and ride them around. But, you know, when they get in the buck and shoot, they, just, they know what their job is. You know, yeah. they're just like a racehorse, and um, I think they love doing it.
1: So this is a, this is an ignorant question because I don't know. Um, you, you don't get to choose the bull you ride at competitions, correct? Because, like, that would be hmm. – it would feel like an unfair advantage if you were, like, grooming your bull to be like, hey, don't buck me off.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, we're um, – so – in albany will there'll be two there'll be a long round on friday and a long round on saturday and then we get to pick a bull and those bulls are computer drafted to us pick um and then uh on saturday night the top 12 guys will come back and the the number one guy will get to pick whatever bull he wants so whatever bull he thinks he can ride and he has the best advantage of winning he'll have that pick
0: that's I like cool. that a little
2: bit yeah. of strategy. Yeah, behind me it. too.
1: And an advantage to being like the top seed yeah. after the first that, that that's cool. I like that a lot.
0: It's coming to MVP Arena, downtown Albany, of course, December 29th and the 30th. There you see it on your screen, the times of uh, those two competitions and shows. When was the last time you've been stepped on?
2: Uh I think it I think it happens all the time, you know. Kind of um, you know, this is a sport where you don't. You can't stop it. So it's got to play out however God wants it to play out.
1: Dalen, first and only New Yorker to compete at at the, this PBR event in Albany, but you're also the first ever New Yorker to be crowned PBR world champ. That was back in 2022. Um, does, does that mean something to you? And particularly, does that mean something to your town? Because I'm sure when you come from a small town, that means even more than it would if you were from Albany, New York.
2: Oh yeah, I like to think it does, you know, kind of um, for me, I hope it gives like the younger generation. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be rodeo. It could be football, where whatever, you know, anything. Um, when you set your mind to do something, you can do it. And um, I hope that's what they get from it. Maybe the hometown
0: favorite favorite for sure. In in <laughs> Albany coming up here at the end of the year. Um, did you know this sport? could take you as far as it has you know as we were just doing a little bit of research about you I see you popping up on these national tv shows um what did you think would be your career when you got into professional bull riding
2: I mean this is kind of you know this is what I've I've worked my whole life to get to where I'm at now and um so I feel like it's been a long time coming and uh you know it's always evolving and um, and I want to just keep trying to get better and better and um, and be a two-time world uh, champ.
0: What's your record on a bull, even outside of competition? How long have you been able to stay on?
2: So we're only scored on eight seconds. Um, so, after But that, I mean, after...
0: outside of that, like, have you tried to stay on longer? I guess is what I'm getting at.
2: No, not really, because... Um, you know, I don't know. We just don't do that, I guess. I don't know why. I don't know who made eight seconds or anything like that, but I'm thankful that eight seconds is a long time when you're up there. (laughs) It's got to feel like the longest eight seconds
1: that anyone's ever calculated in the world. Uh, Dylan, no offense. Uh I hope you don't take offense to this, but it feels like you have to have a little bit of crazy in order to be a bull rider. Um, the injuries we were reading about the injuries that you've had. You've had multiple surgeries at once coming back from stuff like that. What's the worst injury you've ever had? And do you just kind of expect like, yeah, probably once a year, twice a year, I'm going to have something that may take me some time out. It may, I mean, I may need surgery. Like it seems a little crazy.
2: Oh yeah. It's definitely crazy that we just keep doing it, but uh, it's, it's how I make a living. And, and, um, but yeah, you kind of have, to, you know, it comes with the sport. You know, sometimes it's a very humbling sport. You know, you can be on top one day and the very bottom the next. You know, and um, so yes, ma'am. Okay, if nobody has obviously, we've all kind of mostly seen
0: highlights or video of this stuff, right? But if you if you've never been in the arena for PBR, people go to the MVP Arena at the end of the year, man. What are they getting?
2: They're getting uh, great bull rides. You know, um, this is the start of the the new season already. And, um, so it's going to be great bull rides, probably some great wrecks too. You know, everybody likes to see a good wreck. But, um, like I said earlier, like this is a sport where once that gate opens, it's going to play out however God wants it to. Sometimes it's going to be really good and sometimes it's going to be a little scary. And, um, but that's what, that's what the joy in bull riding is.
0: Do y'all get to get out and enjoy the towns you see on tour? And, And if you do give us a spot that you've really enjoyed
2: yeah i like to try to kind of go a uh, little bit at, you know wherever we go um go check the town out and see what was going on and uh i think we we were in johnstown uh pennsylvania which is a really small town in pennsylvania yep. a week ago and went walking around there and it, you know it was kind of cool it's cool to go to see different spots you know
1: currently ranked number 14 in the world which to me is is pretty mind-blowing uh What are the goals for this year? Like, do you automatically set out to get back on top and win another? Now that you've won a world title, um, is that just kind of always going to be the goal since you've put the bar pretty high for yourself here?
2: Yeah, I think set the goals high and, and, you know, just keep working to achieve them. Um, But that's definitely my goal is, uh, you know, this year is to be the world champ and, you know, just to keep my body healthy and keep it feeling good.
0: Um, you ride bulls. Would you ever consider running with the bulls
2: in Spain? I would definitely not consider running with the bulls. I've seen way too many videos there.
1: Yeah, that seems... It's, I don't know if it's worse, but wow. at least there are people to like help you get out of the way when you fall off the bull in an arena setting yeah, and yeah. nobody helping you get out of the way in the running of the bulls.
0: Good point, yeah. Uh, last one from me, I think, here. Do you cringe, Dalen, when... American culture loses its mind over shows like Yellowstone and they start to put in stuff of of bull riders like do you watch that with a critical eye and think that's not at all what it's like or is it somewhat realistic um no you can say no
2: yeah I don't really cringe or anything I think you know definitely walking around after Yellowstone came out and like Oh, everybody's like, "Oh, you must watch Yellowstone, you know." <laughs> that was probably the biggest thing that. <laughs>
0: but in a way, it's good for the sport, right? It does draw some interest at least and then maybe people educate themselves and realize, "Oh, wait, the the real-life athletes on these bulls are are doing something at a much higher level."
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I think it was good for the western industry. Um And, you know, kind of sees, you know, definitely there's, you know, it's, it's TV, but at the end of the day, you know, there is some truth in it. Yeah.
1: How do you, Chris said athlete, and that's, that's what you guys are. How do you prepare? Do you just like practice by getting on a bowl every other day? Do you work out at the gym like a normal, you know, like a, this, the same way a football player would lift weights or, you know, what is your regimen? And when it comes to kind of keeping in shape for bull riding specifically?
2: So I actually wrestled in high school and stuff, and I feel like that's a lot. Um, And so I kind of keep with that same kind of regimen, you know, um, like a lot of core, um, like really controlling my hips, you know. You can never outpower these bulls, but you can definitely, you know, stay sharp and stay matching them. Um, Very big on flexibility um, and, you know, just stuff like that. Uh, but I don't really get on very many practice bulls because, at the end of the day, bull riding is—it's not a controlled environment, you know. So it's really hard to practice in a controlled environment.
0: One of the rules you're taught in journalism class early on is never say last question because then I come up with other questions in my <laughs> mind. So bear with me here. I'm—I'm I'm new at this. Um, I, I'm just curious, and I have really just two more here. Have you ever hustled anybody at a bar where there is a mechanical bull? No, I haven't.
2: Those mechanical bulls, they uh, they they like to throw me off pretty fast.
0: What's the difference? That's a stupid question. But really, what's the difference?
2: There's a lot different. I mean, that thing is a solid piece like this, where a bull, you get on a bull, and the shoulders are moving. Mm. You know, a bull can feel a fly on its back and twitch one little section of that bull's back. You know, that's pretty crazy to think. Wow. And um, but yeah, the way the mechanical bulls buck, it's completely different. Okay. That'd be
1: awesome. Because there used to be a mechanical bowl, um, wasn't it? Uh Downtown City Auburn. Beer Hall? Yeah. Upstairs, City yeah. Beer Hall? Yep. That'd be, and it's literally like the closest bar to MVP Arena in Albany. That would be awesome if you just like wandered up and jumped on the mechanical bowl and were like, a lot of hey, money. 100 bucks, I can stay on for 30 seconds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, off the show, we'll work something out here. I'll we'll, I'll cut you in on the profits. Um, And, and finally, again, being from Western New York, uh, not far from Buffalo and Rochester, kind of pitted between there, uh, are you a Bills fan? D- do you pay attention to what they're doing currently? We talked a lot about them before we had you here.
2: Yeah, I don't really follow a lot of football or anything, but uh, but I guess I am a Bills fan, you know?
0: You have to be. How yeah, can, right. you, it, you can't say you are. You aren't. live yeah. out that way. Yeah. You
2: just kind of go along with it, yeah, right?
0: exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. There it is. PBR's unleash the beast tour coming to MVP arena, December 29th, December 30th, two different times. Check them out, get your tickets. Now it's a wild time. Like I said, I've covered the event for news channel 13, just having the camera there. And I mean, being as close as they let you get yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild. Dalen, man, thank you so much. This was fun. I, I hope you enjoyed our, uh, our ridiculous questions. Yeah, thank sure you, you for uh, being patient with us. And, uh, Safe travels, safe on the bowl.
1: Yeah, stay healthy.
0: And can't wait to uh, to check it out uh, the end of the year at MVP Arena. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank y'all. Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas, Christmas
0: buddy. That is the 2022 PBR so champion. Cool. Yeah, really That's cool. That's fun. I mean, impressive what they're able to do. Really and, cool. And again, the success that he's had. Uh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, awesome. All
0: right, we'll take a quick break here on Honorado and Miller. Who needs the game more, the Dolphins or the Cowboys? Tommy DeVito this and is, a, This is
1: a fun conversation.
0: And a pizzeria controversy. We're back in 30 seconds. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. If you can't give true love to me, I'll understand.
2: Just do the Ultra, with 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorato and Miller.
1: Sponsored by Alpen House.
0: All right, that was fun with Galen. Um <laughs> Yeah, unbelievable. Eight, eight seconds must feel like a lifetime Aww. on the back of a bull. Sam says, speaking nice. of bulls, Syracuse and South Florida the Boca Raton Bowl.
1: It's it's some weird website, Boca Raton Bowl. Oh, it's they've like got a, something a something.com, to it. Boca yeah. Raton Bowl. Yeah. It's a okay. mouthful. Um surprisingly Go ahead. The Cuse is favored without their starting quarterback and a bunch of other players in this bowl. We'll see what happens.
0: All right, well that just leads me to this. Sam could produce the show at this point. I I know him. I know he could. Uh, is this real? What we're seeing with Fran Brown and Syracuse football, is this real? He gets the transfer quarterback. He's gotten high level Listen, recruits,
1: recruits from New Jersey. Is...
0: You know, look a, a program like Notre Dame builds itself on four-star mm-hmm. recruits. Okay? Notre Dame football is not getting a ton of five stars out there the way Georgia and Alabama and USC and uh Texas get. So, you can win with four stars. Are oh, they the right four stars? And
1: you can win especially in a conference like the ACC. You mm-hmm. give yourself a chance.
0: Okay. So is Fran I mean, can he really pull talent to well, Syracuse long term?
1: He's already pulled more talent in 2 weeks than Dino Babers pulled in a very long time. And I love Dino oh, and I nice. I was good, good with the Dino. I, No, and I'm not. I know. I know um I know. but at the end of the day, he was a 500 coach and it's just eventually becomes yep. not good enough. Yep. But Kyle McCord is the highest rated recruit since they started keeping track of that stuff mm-hmm. in like 2006. Oh, six. Yep. So to me, that tells you everything you need to know. I know he's only there for one year, but he's a stopgap until you recruit your quarterback of the future, or you try to recruit some other transfer quarterback from somewhere else. And I understand some of the receivers that he's pulling were guys that didn't play at Georgia. Those guys are still probably better than the guys that played at Syracuse last year. They're four stars. He's going to recruit New Jersey. He's a New Jersey guy. He was the top recruiter in the nation last year. And I understand he was at Georgia and joined a team that was already a national champ. Mm -hmm. That makes life easier and and automatically kind of puts you in the conversation for a top recruiter. But he recruited a lot of the guys that are making up Georgia's top top ranked recruiting class along with Alabama this upcoming season. He's pulled guys that are better than the ones that they currently have.
0: So you're excited.
1: I'm for the first time in a long time. I'm excited. I want to see. And even if it doesn't last, I want to see what this football team looks like with guys that are supposedly four star recruits who are better than what we've had. So, yes, I'm I'm very excited. It seems like people really like him. They want to play for him. Mm -hmm. Ohio State's quarterback just went 11 and one. Yeah. And if you told me he was going to come play for Syracuse next year, I would have named 50 other teams that he was going to play for before Syracuse. So that alone has me excited.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the glass half empty in me says, was he not going to get a starting job at a, a better school? Maybe. Maybe. Right? M- maybe he just w- – what he's leaving Ohio State because he knows he's probably not going to be the starting quarterback coming mm-hmm. back next year. And then can he not get a starting gig somewhere else? Or or did the possibility of Fran Brown really fire yeah. him up that much? I don't know.
1: Listen, I think, it, and we had talked about this, he was kind of rumored to be going to Nebraska. He probably Another, would have been the starting know, quarterback yeah, there. Yeah. Um. But then Dylan Rayola was rumored to be leaving Georgia for Nebraska, which did eventually happen, not until yesterday or the day before. Um. But – that makes me a little wary because he's like, well, the competition's coming. I'm out. I'm going to Syracuse. You know you're going to get the starting job at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. You're there for one year. Mm-hmm. He's probably been guaranteed the job already, yep. which mm-hmm. is fine. Give him the job for a year. Um, so it makes me a little bit wary, but he could have started somewhere else. Like, there's no doubt that he could have started somewhere else. Where? I don't know. But he chose to play in Syracuse, New York, and not many people do.
0: Where um, is Reese Poffenbarger going to oh, end up? Oh, I have up? no idea. UAlbany has a bunch of players that are in the transfer portal. And it's funny, like I was thinking about it today. And the first thing I say is, well, you're a victim of your own success. But you know what? At the, I'll use the term mid-major here, Mm -hmm. at the FCS level, at the mid-major level, if you're talking football or basketball, you are not only the victim of your own success, you're the victim of your own lack of success. If the team is really good, that means players are playing really well mm-hmm. and they're going to seek higher level opportunities. Mm-hmm. If you stink, guys want out. out. So uh, this this the portal has created a revolving it's door. Real, I mean, I don't and know. A how. Ch- constant challenge for coaches at the FCS in football and mid-major level in basketball. Mm-hmm. If you're really good, they're going to look for other opportunities. If you stink, They want out.
1: Yeah. It's, uh,
0: and and I'm not being critical of the players here. Like, Reese, man, you, you were great. You were the best quarterback at the FCS level last year, arguably, led the, led the entire country in touchdown passes. So go for it, man. Go, go,
1: go challenge yourself. That's cool. You deserve it. And that's, and that's what I would say about a lot of these guys is they deserve it. What stinks is that, this has become, and particularly at FBS2, but particularly at the FCS and at the mid-major level. Being a coach at this level has become one of the hardest jobs that exist on this planet. No I'm doubt. convinced of it. Yeah. Because Greg DeTuso and his staff went out and turned a three-win team into a 10-win team. 11. 11-win team. And went to a national semifinal. From a three-win team yeah. to a national semifinal. That is a monumental achievement, Mm -hmm. It no matter what way you cut it, because of how they recruited out of the transfer portal, because of how they recruited freshmen, sophomores, juniors to come play for them, and it's essentially been torn down to the studs. And now it's your job again to go out and recruit the portal and find all these guys who are going to do it again, except now it's a brand-new team. This year was the second year of Reese's with some of the receivers, and and it took that second year. Well, now are you going to go back to a three-win team before you can – is it going to kind of be the cycle Mm. of like that pendulum of big swings? Because it feels like that's the challenge, is to not then go from being an 11-win team to a a three- or four-win team. And and that's going to be hard.
0: Yeah, I I think in talking with Greg a few times on the show this season, it it feels like they're really post-COVID. 2019, they were really building mm-hmm. something. COVID affected every program, not just UAlbany, albany, really set them back. And now and now they're 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 back, you know, hitting an apex, right? And I don't know that it's such a steep fall off to three wins. I don't know, that's not what you're saying. Like it's not gonna be three wins, no, but yeah. it doesn't feel like it's that steep of a fall off. I think this coaching staff has learned okay, the portal has to be our friend.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We
0: have to be active, we have to be proactive. And they and Greg and says, work. you know what? I kind of enjoy the portal. Like, I, yes, we're going to lose, but we can also go get guys. Mm-hmm. And they're immediately eligible. So it, it just, you know, Sam's question here. Yeah, it's going to be harder. Sure. But go challenge yourself. You, you only have so many years to play football, and, yeah. and Reese knows that. How many schools will be interested in him? I I think a good amount of schools. Ash and I were texting about it this morning. Like, yeah. where does he end up? And I, I threw out schools like Coastal Carolina. They lost their quarterback. Uh, is UCF too high of a reach retread- right Probably, but but I don't know. I mean, he's as athletic as any quarterback that is going to be in his class in the portal. You might look at his size and go, "Well, he's not tall enough." But he's not short. In college, you don't have to be tall to be an effective I mean, he's quarterback. Six, six one, yeah, it becomes an NFL issue. Yep. Um, but we're not even talking about yeah, the yeah. NFL, so. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see. I'm interested to see where he ends up. One other U Albany football note here is that Jared Verse did declare for the NFL Draft. We knew that was coming. He's ranked as the number two pass rusher on a lot of draft boards. I've seen him still in the top ten, top twelve. So,
1: I mean, and again, not to pat Coach Catuso on the back, but good. it's one of the biggest heists in the history of U Albany football. Like. To recruit a guy like Jared Verse and to switch his position, because I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, originally he was a tight end, and they went and got him and said, we're going to turn you into a defensive end. And he became a Division One, Power 5, mm. Top Monster. 5 team, first round draft pick in the NFL yep. kind of guy who got recruited to Albany. So this coaching staff deserves a ton of credit for what they've done They've sought out talent that other people haven't seen, mm-hmm. and they've used the portal to get, and Greg would say this, we've gotten Division two guys and Division three guys who were under-recruited to come play for us, and, and this is just the other side of it. It's a guy like Reese who maybe was under-recruited who now wants to go play at the next level. So props to you all. I mean, what a great season, and that was after, again, a three-win season, so I, I just can't say enough good things about what they've been able to do with the situation you're handed, which is a really difficult one.
0: Let's stay on the college football thing here. And uh, Florida State is meeting to discuss a potential, uh, potentially leaving the ACC here. The money becomes an issue. The TV contract that Mm -hmm. goes through 2036, you're talking about maybe $120 million buyout. All that stuff is just on the periphery for me at this point. The, The conversation is about whether or not leaving the ACC actually. This is actually every, everything, you. is a knee jerk reaction, yeah. right? The, the Florida State is the first ever Power Five Conference champion to be left out of the college football playoff, which again is only four teams, but it goes to 12 next year.
1: So it'll never happen again.
0: Leaving the ACC, how much of a difference does that make for the Seminoles?
1: Starting it, next year, none, because you're you win the ACC, you're in every year for the rest of. Eternity as long as it's a 12 team playoff
0: unless you are now becoming because remember no more power five right power Mm -hmm. four bye bye pack 12 Mm -hmm. so are you now the answer is yes the the last of the four power four conferences the acc is the weakest of those four and so if you're florida state you might be thinking listen we're we're running on borrowed time here We saw what happened with the Pac-12. Are we reading the writing on the wall, tea leaves, and saying this conference from a football standpoint is not strong enough. We need to get out now and take advantage of picking where we go and and capitalizing on the revenue that comes with the higher rated, more competitive, successful conferences like the SEC, Big Ten, Big 12.
1: Yeah, but you run out of room. Like there's – there's no, there's not a lot of room left in those other conferences.
0: Why? There's so, no set number on who can. I,
1: well, yeah, but you just, you don't end up playing. At some point, you're going to play the bottom of the SEC or the bottom of the big. Like, yeah. you're not going to play everyone who's anyone in those conferences. Right. Schedule some non conference games with, and teams will want to schedule non conference games. Oh, they
0: beat games. LSU at the beginning of the year. I get
1: it. But just keep doing that. You are not going to. If you win the ACC, you will never be left out again. It doesn't matter how many Big Ten teams, how many Big 12 teams, how many SEC teams. You could put three and four from each conference in, and there's still room for the ACC champ to be in. So you don't have to go anywhere. And I'm convinced that as long as Clemson exists and as long as Dabo Sweeney is the coach there, that they're not going anywhere either. So if you have Dabo Sweeney and Clemson and Florida State, and those are your only two really great SC, uh acc teams yeah. and you get north carolina and duke to be good once in a while i think the conference is good enough i think it's good enough
0: it's funny you know so many fans ripped notre dame for years mm-hmm. for not joining a conference now it's like why would you join a conference pretty soon sure we're not going to have conferences i
1: don't know but who's going to play you I, I, Old if, people
0: will play Notre i know Dame. i
1: know well because they think they'll beat them that's why
0: <laughs> well that helps certainly but you get national exposure every yeah, single week and not that the, i mean every every game is on tv these mm-hmm. days that stuff doesn't matter but there's still enough of a brand with Notre Dame associated with Notre Dame that it's a big enough deal um but yeah at this point it's like why would you jump into a revenue sharing situation conferences won't exist pretty soon who's the coach that said i think we just do away with the power five conferences pretty soon and maybe was it chip kelly who said what are we doing here like let's just have teams and you 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 create your own schedules
1: i know it it becomes tough because it's a free-for-all and now nobody wants to play mississippi state when they're down or texas a&m when they're down so these teams they're at the bottom of the strongest conference in the country can't get games and you know or we're in the bottom of the strongest conference in the country can't get games that's tough because you're going to bury those teams forever I mean those teams are going to cease existing because you're going to have your haves and your have-nots and I just don't know that you can change that back around
0: yeah uh Nate's watching our buddy Mohawk Honda Mohawk Chevrolet there is news happening here that people are reporting on our show and we love that um this obviously is live streamed on Thursday nights. It then runs on TV over the weekends until we confirm some of these reports we're getting about a a big uh, tanker explosion in Schenectady. Uh, one of those bridges in Glenville. My goodness. Um, we'll leave that on the sidelines for right now. This is, I'll laugh just because of the misspell. Mitch did correct it here, but he's a big Nebraska fan. They Oscars Thoughts on what they've been able to do as a program and getting Dylan Raiola. I, yeah, we, you talked about it a little bit before, Ash. It was a That's a coup to get Raiola to flip his commitment. It's a
1: coup, but it's not. His whole family played there. His uncle coaches there. Yeah. Like, I, I'm surprised he didn't go there before now. Well, Arch clearly, Manning didn't go to Ole yeah. Miss
0: or Tennessee.
1: I get it, but okay. he went to Texas. It's not like Nebraska has been the bottom feeders Ooh. for the last decade yeah. since Tom Osborne left. They haven't been good ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he must see something. Yep. He must see something there, and – He's been probably said, you will be the starting quarterback, which sure. is why Kyle McCord was like, well, I'm out. If Dylan's coming, I'm out. Yep. Um, Yeah, I, listen, great, but you need more than a quarterback. So that team has to get a whole lot better to be successful with a guy like Dylan Raiola.
0: I mean, Rule has had success in college everywhere. Yeah. He's gone Temple Baylor, and now let's see what he can do at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, So maybe, maybe he is the right guy for that job, and maybe he just – Needed some time. Well, it took Harbaugh a little bit. Not a ton of time. took Harbaugh even a little bit to get Michigan turned around and for him to find the right quarterback. To
1: cheat his way to the top.
0: Oh, goodness. All right. With that, I'm going to take a break here on Honorado and Miller. (laughs) When we come back, back into the NFL talk, we still have our Week 16 picks as well in a minute. Teams. (laughs) Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown.
1: Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you. Providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. And now back to Ararado and Miller. sponsored by Alpin House.
0: All right our picks are in. Uh, we'll get to They haven't
1: been very good for me. Recently. the
0: records here coming up uh, in a little bit. Let's get to this. We haven't talked about this yet. this, this is, is a so fun good. one. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday I texted a group of, of us. Tuesday. I, think. Um, I saw the report that uh, Tommy DeVito was no longer going to, uh, you yeah, know, Tuesday because it was a Tuesday appearance. He was supposed to make it a New Jersey pizzeria. He was no longer going to that pizzeria. The pizzeria backed out or pulled out, pulled out mm-hmm. because DeVito's appearance fee apparently had doubled from ten to $20,000 after his win on Monday night against the Packers. So the pizzeria said, Well, we're a small family like, owned shop. Like, like 10 grand is a lot of money, here, man, 20 grand is
1: too much money. But
0: now you know we're good. And oh, and 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 look, it was like, you know, hey, it's a shame. We had a deal, now we don't. What's up? You know, you could you know how th- I'm amazed that we still haven't learned as athletes, as agents, as people, that the backlash you are going to face by trying to pull something like this is going to cost you so much money. His
1: agent is an idiot. The
0: PR is so bad that why would you even try this? Apparently there were text messages that were exchanged between the pizzeria owner and the agent. And so what ends up happening? DeVito goes anyway. And you know, did he get paid 10 grand or did he just do it for free? I, I haven't read enough about it here. He did it for free. Good. He should have. So, he makes good on the promise here, but but what are you trying to pull? Is my thing like we all? I understand, especially somebody like Tommy DeVito. You have a he finite a amount of time mm-hmm. and to make, make, make money. some money, so let's capitalize on success. I'm good with that. But when you already have an agreement in place, just honor those deals and then go charge other people more money if you can get it. And this, Fair? I don't
1: know, but this feels like it was just a fast one by his agent to try to say like, Hey, we didn't. And he did the skeevy of like, we didn't, we didn't sign a contract. There was no contract. Okay. But you agree to it in a text message. He's a backup quarterback for the New York giants. He's going to make 10 grand in two hours. That's $5,000 an hour. Last time I checked, that's pretty darn good. Now you're getting greedy and now you're messing things up for your guy. Oh, Tommy DeVito got smart went, did the appearance for free, and now Mr. Agent is strictly for contracts and he is hiring someone else to be the guy who handles appearances. (laughs) Shocking, because clearly it went wrong. It feels a lot like this was a very agent. Have you seen what he's wearing? It feels like a very, he's like playing into this whole ridiculous thing, like way over the top. He's over the top, but he's also not very good at his job. And it feels like Tommy DeVito knows that and has now hired someone else to handle his other business.
0: Okay, well, good. Good on Tommy then. No, I, I agree. Right, I agree. Yeah. And
1: now, dirty, difficult, and done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial.
0: All right, we're back to uh, dirty, difficult, done here. But before we do that, let me just one comment that came in on. So our buddy Chris says these cases, referring back to the Devito situation, seem like no-brainers. I know, and that's why Chris, right? Like, is it just it's it's a no-brainer, so. and yet it 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 blows my mind somehow every it... time something like this goes wrong that that we haven't. Or right, even if the agent's thinking, I hey, pull a fast one here, like we should have learned at this point, this is not going to work out well. The pizzeria goes on social media, and you know how this is. The pro athlete never wins. Okay. The business owner always will win that one. Now, if you make enough money for Patrick Mahomes, who cares? Uh, But if you're Tommy DeVito and you're trying to build off this success here, you got to take advantage of it the right way. I
1: just ate a a special at a restaurant called Tommy Cutlets.
0: You did? That's true. Bentley's
1: down the street. Tommy Cutlets.
0: Okay, we've got a real dilemma on our hands here, people. Um, (laughs) There is football Saturday, NFL football Saturday. Sunday, Monday. Now, being Catholic churchgoers that we are, we need to find a way to get to church for Sunday service and Christmas Eve service.
1: Christmas service, yeah.
0: Christmas service. Whether it's Eve or day. While also seeing and fulfilling the family requirements, which would be...
1: Would you not call it requirements?
0: Okay, okay. If you didn't see your family over Christmas, would you get a lot of heat for it? Does it feel like it's mandatory? As much as you might enjoy it, does it feel like it's mandatory?
1: Of course it's mandatory. Then it's it's a a requirement. Then
0: it's a requirement.
1: You know what's not mandatory? Football on Christmas. Not mandatory. That's optional.
0: Well, then Roger Goodell should have done us all a solid and said, hey, we're not going to play on the holiday. I don't
1: know what to tell you.
0: To make Chris's life a little bit easier.
1: I don't know what to tell you. So
0: this is my dirty difficult done. It's going to be awfully difficult to figure out football around Christmas. It's- now, thankfully, I'm not all that invested again in the Packers right. season. So, you know, if I see them on Sunday, I see them on Sunday. So if bring I don't, your I, tablet. I don't. Yeah.
1: You also have to bring your tablet because it's not on national television.
0: But do you go to two o'clock mass to be home in time for Dolphins, Cowboys, or do you hope to watch Dolphins, Cowboys and go to seven o'clock mass, or do you wake up early enough Christmas morning to go to mass and then still all in between do the family stuff. I, I, I'm not, I'm not looking for an answer. These are rhetorical in a lot of ways. Well, Sunday is feels challenge. easier
1: than Saturday because Sunday Mass is only a morning mass mm-hmm. and football doesn't start till the afternoon nor does family act nor do family activities
0: Sam so, says family obligations sounds better than requirement maybe I don't know it's still the same thing they're
1: yeah they're fine they're somebody false.
0: tell me I'm really wrong I'm not I'm not Football fans are feeling this way. I know they are this week. I get it. I'm a
1: football fan. I get it. But I just would never say it's required to see my, like, I want to see my family. Well, you
0: haven't spent enough time around my family. It starts to feel like a job. I'd like
1: to see your family, too.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Let's get into our picks here, huh? Um, How did we do last week? We were both on the Colts. I took the Dolphins. I took the Bills. And we both had the Jaguars. So it added up to this for us: a three and one, and a one and three week. Still sitting at five hundred. Ash, that's good. You've seen what other professional handicappers have done. The other one, sure.
1: Not great by me.
0: Okay. You want to relive that moment?
1: No, I. I was just kind of confused as to how I ended up so much worse than you. Two of our picks were the same.
0: Okay. Uh, Ten over five hundred. I'll take that any day.
1: I never even check your math, so I'm just assuming you're. You're doing me all hey, of the solids that you
0: should be. My math is solid.
1: That's not, for sure. That's not true.
0: <laughs> Bengals and Steelers. My buddy John Conlon, who does the graphics for this show, always double-checks my math. Oh. Um, Bengals and Steelers, no Jamar Chase. Now, we didn't know that when we picked this game. No Kenny Pickett, no Mitchell Trubisky. Is he just Mitch Trubisky now? Uh, they yeah, are going with Mason Rudolph. So we both like Cincinnati. Do you still like Cincinnati, even though you know no no Jamar Chase?
1: Yeah, Jake Browning has been.
0: He's been has, terrific. Has
1: been really really good. He's and been he's a,
0: feeling himself. A fun story and Ooh, good for him. Talking um, some smack. I like it.
1: Good for him. He's he's a little bit like Tommy DeVito, except for a better team. He plays for a better team, probably. Um, but yeah, I, I I like Jake Browning better than Mitchell Trubisky or Mason Rudolph or any other person that the. Steelers might put in at quarterback at, mm-hmm. at any given point, so yeah, even without Jamar Chase, I would say Bengals.
0: Try. I know. I mean, look, if if I were picking it because it's a, a, it's a game on News Channel 13 on Saturday at 4:30 in the afternoon, um, this would be a stay away for me if mm-hmm. I if I just had my choice. But but we pick the games that are. Part of the NBC family, and this is one as well. Now, this number has grown in books. So, Bill's 10 and a half at the Chargers, 8 o'clock Saturday night on Peacock. Here we go, people. I don't want to hear the complaints. This is your warning. This is a stream-only game. Peacock.
1: Go get it. Or don't. Or don't. And don't complain.
0: Yeah, or don't. Don't call the TV station and say, hey, why aren't you showing the game? Um, this is an NBC prerogative. We both like the Bills. It's 12 and a half in a lot of sports books right Sounds now. Good. Um, we both like Buffalo. They're, they're the playing. Chargers are
1: horrific. And no Justin Herbert, no head they coach, were so terrible against the Raiders. Oh, but it God.
0: can only get better now that Staley's gone, right?
1: No,
0: no Easton's not stick. till next year. I, I
1: mean, yeah. it, they're not
0: good. Cowboys and Dolphins game of the weekend, right? Game of the weekend, we're different. Ravens, on Niners, really yeah. good too. Um, Cowboys, yeah. Dolphins. I'll lump it in here.
1: If the Cowboys weren't as, aren't as bad as they were last week.
0: I like Dallas. You like Miami. Which team needs the game more? Miami has not beaten a team over 500 this season. Dallas struggles mightily on the road.
1: Well, my answer is Miami because Dallas has already clinched a playoff spot. So while I understand there are ramifications, Dallas is in no matter what happens. Miami still has the Bills to contend with, and if they were to somehow lose the final three games of the season, who knows what happens with them. So Mm -hmm. I think it's Miami. But if Dallas loses back-to-back games here and it's ugly, Mm. I'm going to say people are going to start looking at Dallas funny, especially because they haven't really achieved in the playoffs when they've gotten there.
0: And I think enough people realize they're just a really good football team Mm -hmm. at home. Put them in San Francisco in the playoffs, and they're not going to win. Yeah, we all feel pretty good about making that statement today. So don't yell at me over there. Sorry, almost bedtime here. I don't sleep. Ashley is not sleeping. Very uncomfortable. Ready for this whole journey to be done.
1: (laughs) It's not true. Uh, I mean, sort of true. With
0: with even less sleep around the corner, I'm sure for both of us. Okay, so I'm on Dallas. You're on Miami. We're different there. We're different here as well. Giants, I know. The, this
1: was a leap for me, but uh, it's fine. Okay. I Giants at the Eagles,
0: a Monday game, a Christmas Day game for 30. I like Philly here. Um the, the problem is can the Eagles score enough right. to cover 10 and a half? They've they've lost three straight and they haven't reached 20 points in any of those games. Yeah. So in order to cover the 10 and a half, feels like they need to get to 28. Can they do that? I'm going to say yes here that that something sparks this team out of a losing streak and and I'll I'll take them to cover the big number at home
1: yeah I didn't this was a little tough for me but the number was too big and if we get the Giants team that had Tommy DeVito for that three-game winning streak I'm confident that they can at least hang to within 10 they weren't good last week uh 24 6 to a bad Saints team team. is not good. And I understand that. I think they'll be better against a division rival. The 10.5 was too big. I'm just going to kind of say, like, all right, I think they'll be better than they were last
0: week. Okay. If you could only watch one game, is it Cowboys, Dolphins, or is it this one? Ravens, Niners, Monday night, Christmas night. Pace yourselves, people. Pace yourselves. A lot of football. We both have to work the next day. So. Ravens-Steelers, I will be on no sleep the day after Christmas. I'm going to watch this game. Ravens and Niners, five and a half. We both like San Francisco, the home team.
1: Yeah, I, I like San Fran. I've, I've been down on the Ravens all year. It, I don't know why.
0: You happened. They're I the know. number one in the I know, I know,
1: I know, I know. But we just both said we thought the Bills would go into Baltimore and beat them. Well, so, they could. Yeah. Um, I love the Niners. I think the Niners might be the best team in football. They are. So I'm going to go with the Niners because I don't think the Ravens are the best team in football. I don't think they're the Ravens are the best team in their own conference.
0: I'm a little, look, Vegas knows more than I do. I'm a little surprised the number is what it is. I thought, Has it stayed there? I think so. I okay. thought four felt right, four and a half felt right. This is a little bit more than I thought it would be. Um, but I still will, I'll give the points to Baltimore here. I'm with you. San Francisco is the best team that in football. Is they continue to play piping. like it. So here are the picks. We are different in two of the games this week. All right. We'll see how that goes. Has not
1: uh, gone well for me in the past three weeks?
0: That's all right. You got three I need a bounce back. we got three weeks to go. This is fun doing it every single week. We will be live next week. We will be live Thursday night across News Channel 13's Facebook, X, and YouTube. Hope you will join us then. Merry Christmas, everyone.